Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Scott Watley. Always good to have our co-host Kevin Flesh in studio. It has been a little bit of a schedule challenge uh, throughout the last two years, Kevin. That's right. (laughs) But man, great to have you in. Absolutely. It's good to be here. All right. We're going to kick it off today with our good friend Austin Parr, Discount Fishing Tackle. Austin, how are you, sir? Doing great, Scott. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Good to have you on. Yeah, and actually, I think, Scott, I've seen Austin more than I've seen you the last <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Bit. yeah, he'll tell me. Kevin was in. Yeah. Kevin was in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been out, uh, been, on, been out trying to do a little fishing this fall, and, and, and uh, we're, we're in sort of Austin, this, this time period where the soft water is kind of going away, and yet we don't quite have enough ice yet. But let's talk about sort of the opportunities for early ice and what you're what you think the uh, outlook is and get people excited about maybe the next few weeks to a month and what they can look forward to. Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, this is a very transitional time, getting out of rifle season here after this weekend and uh, moving into a time frame where we're not, as you mentioned, there's not quite ice yet. There's still some opportunities on the the front range for a couple more days on uh, some good walleye fishing. Uh, But then, as you mentioned, the ice is really going to be taking over here within the next week to a week and a half i would be saying i mean we had some cold temperatures this last week still not as cold as i'd like to be seeing in the mountains but sure. uh, high elevation is already starting to to lock up places like saint mary's and lock Lomond are are locked and most smaller bodies of water above that ten thousand foot of elevation range if you're willing to hike uh have six to eight inches of ice on them right now but a couple more cold snaps, and, and these lakes have lost so much temperature that we're just right on the cusp of things like Antero and Terriol and Lake John all locking down. You know, what's interesting is with the lack of snowpack, actually, it probably is a pretty good time to, as long as you put in some safety protocols and you really have to, you know, especially if you're doing some hiking up to high mountain lakes, you're going with a buddy or two, two sort of something happens. But, you know, let's talk a little bit about those opportunities, you know, shallower bodies of water, sort of some interesting bites that maybe happen with with some of those bodies of water and what people should be doing to try to catch those fish it's really some of my favorite fishing if you can get up there uh there's great populations of brook trout and cutthroat trout up in the high country thanks to parks and wildlife stocking efforts and you really can get into some fish that don't see a lot of pressure really only three or four months out of the year maybe yeah and uh, they're very willing to bite uh, in, the, in the right circumstance, you can get into some really high-quality cutthroats. And then some bodies of water like St. Mary's have tiger trout in them, too. The state is trying to stock those tigers in order to try and thin some of the stunted brook trout populations. Sure. Um, so those are kind of a unique situation there that's a cross between a brown trout and a brook trout uh, that is a sterile hybrid. But when I'm fishing up there in that, that early ice, Basically packing some small jigs like rat pinkies, small kinders, tungstens. I like quite a bit as well as ratzos. But you're tipping those with a mealworm or a waxworm. And a lot of times, even though they're, they're very willing to bite, they're pretty light biting. So having a spring bobber or a small slip float to help indicate those bites can be productive. If I'm going to be packing a shack up into those locations, a lot of times a spring bobber is sufficient. But due to the fact of how much wind can be happening up there at times, 
if I'm on the open ice, that spring bobber gets blown around so much that a little flip float can be a, a really deadly method uh, so that you're able to still detect a light bite on a light jig without having that wind blow your line all around. And we're not talking about taking a bunch of gear up there. I mean, you're, this isn't a time of year where you need a depth finder or anything else, right? I mean, you're kind of looking at this where you're at with regard to the lake itself and kind of what the shoreline looks like to kind of guess where these fish, because they are moving around all the time, right? Yep. I mean, a minimalistic approach is certainly easier when you're hiking to those bodies of water. Uh, sonar is always convenient and nice, but it's not necessary. Right. Uh, so a lot of times I'm just packing a couple of rods, uh, maybe a chair, maybe, um, and then the pack of jigs and a hand auger. Right. Um, certainly up in that high elevation setting, I am uh, going to be definitely packing some ice spikes around my neck uh, mm-hmm. in case I were to go in and some fire starting equipment in case you were to go in too, because that's something that a lot of people don't consider that if, you know, it's obviously never ideal to go through the ice but if you go through the ice at some place you're close to your vehicle you can get in but if you have to hike out and you've gone through the ice that can be an interesting situation absolutely uh, so having something uh and be, being safe is is certainly uh something you want to be doing but over the next few weeks those type of locations are going to be getting sufficiently solid and i really like seeing above four inches of good clear ice uh, but getting to that six or eight inch range is even more ideal. Yeah, and then th- let's talk about the ice in general, sort of what you're looking for. You just mentioned it briefly, but what people should be looking for for ice, you're not looking for any honeycombing or anything else in the way of color other than clear blue ice is the best. Yep, and and this time of year, especially in the high country, you don't have to worry about honeycombing quite as much. It's more of just straight up what's your thickness because uh, clear ice as you mentioned is always going to be much stronger than white ice and that honeycombing is certainly something we see more on the front range yeah but uh, I, I like i want to be seeing four inches solid and a lot of times i'm packing a spud bar with me on the high country it's a little bit more challenging at times but if you can have a bar that you can be actually hitting that ice as you move out that is uh definitely going to be better uh and then the other thing on a lot of these smaller bodies of water is there are at times inlets and outlets uh, on them so they're not always a spring-fed type situation so i have seen where you're in holy good ice on the, the majority of the lake but then right near the outlet or the inlet yeah it can be a lot more thin so doing a bit of scouting on some some satellite view or or at least talking to someone that's been up there can be even more ideal but knowing where those areas are and staying away from them uh, is going to keep you a lot safer absolutely so with all the discussion about supply chain issues and things like that do you guys have any issues at the shop relating to all the ice fishing gear and what people need to to go out and do these sorts of things the, i have inventory on all of your different things rods reels augers, shelters all that kind of nine yards now with that being said there are specifics that are not coming in right now so for instance eskimo and ion I have, I'm not going to see the majority of that order, it sounds like, until January. Mm, okay. uh, so that's going to be not super great. But then at the same time, I have good, solid uh, inventory on Eskimo gas and then Strikemaster Electric and then have clam shelters and a few Eskimos still uh, sitting around also. Uh, so, yes, there's issues, but with the vast inventory that is ice fishing, I have been able to adjust and uh, get a lot of inventory still. Nice. Kevin, we got a 
I want to try this ice fishing. Yeah, you do? It'll be easier on you in Austin for me just to sit there and drop a line, too, okay? (laughs) That's true. There is some truth to that. Yeah, it's, you know, I haven't done a ton of it, and I'm going to be, especially with our place in Wisconsin, I'm going to be doing more and more of it this year, and, and it's one of those things where you just have to set your expectations to some degree. It's not... It's, well, it, and, and the same thing I look at with this, too, is that a lot of people look down on it. Uh, but in reality, especially when we're fishing for trout in Colorado, it's some of the absolute best numbers of the year right at first ice. Right. I mean, going out and catching really? 75 to 100 fish is absolutely not out of the question at yep. all. It's common. Yeah. Wow. And it's pretty cool. If you get this early season ice where you can see almost see through it mm-hmm. and you can see the yep. fish swimming below you and you're standing on top. I mean, it's a pretty right, Austin, cool experience. We'll, we need to get on your calendar, so we'll get with you on that. I'd like to do it. Yep. Yeah, that'd be fun. Awesome. Thanks, Austin. Thanks for the update, and glad to hear you guys Absolutely. are doing well. Yeah, Discount Fishing Tackle. Uh, again, the number is 303-698-2550. The store is 2645 South Santa Fe. Now, what's, what's kind of your uh, holiday schedule here? So we're going to be open on Black Friday, uh, 8 until 7, same thing on Saturday, and then 9 to 5 on Sunday. Okay, good deal. Anything around just the uh, local lakes right here going on right now? Yeah, so there's still a pretty reasonable bite going on at Chatfield. The night bite actually has uh, been kind of an interesting one this year. Trolling small jerk baits, size 10 husky jerks, uh, and size 10 um, traps uh, up high in the water column with planer boards have been actually uh, a pretty worthwhile bite. The day bite has been okay on some smallmouth, and they've been doing a lot of metro area stocking for trout now that the water temperatures are nice and low. So you can look at that stocking report on CPW's website, and if you just want to get out on some of these uh, nice days that we've been seeing as unseasonably nice days, you can get out and, and catch a lot of those stock fish, uh, mm. take a kid out and, and throw a cast master, and then maybe have a power bean line sitting on the bottom, and, and that can be uh, a very good thing to go with especially when our warm water species, particularly in the smaller ponds, are a bit more negative uh, in this cool water. All right. Well, Austin, hey, man, I know you're busy, but we appreciate your time, and we'll look forward to our next visit, and we, we will call you, really. I want to yeah, – Kevin we'll and I want to do this with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd like to do it. Sounds uh, good. But that is Austin Parr, Discount Fishing Tackle, 2645 South Santa Fe. Again, the number 303-698-2550. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We'll be right back. KLZ's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law, has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court. But since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. KLZ's personal injury attorney continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. 
For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today 303-708-8050 or check them out LoneTreeVet.com. This is Hal Van Herkey with Castlegate Knife and Tool. We are the largest specialty knife store in the Rockies, and we have been a family-owned and operated business since 2015. We're located just outside of Castle Rock, Colorado, and we are an easy drive from Denver and other surrounding areas. We proudly carry brands such as Microtech, White River, Medford, Heretic, Benchmade, Spartan, Kbor, and so much more. We also have a full room dedicated to all things camp and kitchen. Whatever your knife, blade, or tools might be, we have you covered. Check us out online at castlegate.com. Sign up for our newsletter and be sure to follow us on your favorite social platforms such as Facebook or Instagram. We are proud to be America's knife source. Be sure to stop by our store and check us out and bring your knife with you. We can sharpen just about any dull blade you might have. Until then, stay sharp and we look forward to seeing you at Castlegate Knife and Tool. Keep moving ahead with savings on Goodyear tires during D&D Tires limited time savings event. Don't miss your chance to save $50 when you buy four qualifying tires for your vehicle. Plus, get up to an additional $200 back by online or mail-in rebate when you use your Goodyear credit card on your complete purchase. Hurry, these limited time savings from Goodyear won't last. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions apply. See store associate for details. Offer valid from November 24th to December 1st. Stop by D&D Tire today. Three locations to serve you, two in Aurora, one in Parker. Check them out, ddtireservice.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Just a quick reminder now, if you miss our live show here on Saturdays from 1 to 2, you can catch us twice on Sundays. That's from 8 to 9 a.m. and once again in the evening, 7 to 8 p.m. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to our good friend Hal Van Herkey. Hal is the owner of Castlegate Knife and Tool and uh, start to say Castle Rock, but pretty close to Castle Rock, Sedalia, and 5040 Plum Avenue there in Sedalia. Hal, thanks for being back with us. How are you, sir? Great, Scott. Thanks for having me back on. Um, we uh, really enjoy working with you guys, and uh, I noticed that you uh, you were almost right. Uh, we just uh, our main store is in Sedalia, which is just halfway between Castle Rock and Highlands Ranch, 185. But um, on the 20th of this month, just a few days ago, we uh, opened up a, a brand new pop-up store in downtown Castle Rock as well. So our second uh, retail location. Um, it's a, it's just a, a smaller store inside of uh, the Mercantile, uh, right in downtown Castle Rock. So you were right. That's yeah, what you were uh, yeah, I was thinking about that. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, sir. And man, I saw one picture there just on social media. Boy, it looks like a super nice. And uh, now that's in that uh, by Mercantile next to the barn. So there, there's kind of like shops around yep. there, right? 
Yeah, there's the Emporium and the Barn, and right around the corner, what used to be a feed store is now the Mercantile. Um, and what makes the Mercantile a little bit different is that um, Melissa, who runs it, is uh, really focused on bringing in not just, uh, you know, really focused on local stuff and local business, especially local foods. So the whole first front of it is a lot of different um, foods from farms and ranches and uh, and uh, culinary unique foods from all over Colorado. And when she can't find a certain niche inside of Colorado, then she starts looking for small family-owned products outside of the state. But um, So it's really kind of cool. And that's what caught my attention is I really have always believed in these, uh, this idea of having uh, you know, local stores support the local community. Absolutely. Doing stuff in their homes and stuff. And, and so it's just great. And, uh, we're excited to be in there. And, uh, we were there for the Castle Rock Star Lighting, which is a big event every year. And it was a great night. So that was a lot of fun. So now we have, um, our main store in Sedalia and a pop-up store in Castle Rock. And, all of my lazy friends in Castle Rock don't have to truck up to uh, <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Now, this one, too, is highlighting a little bit more of your kitchen specialty items, right? It is. We have all of those same items in the store, but this one definitely has a kitchen um, focus. We have uh, we have handmade you know, cleavers and uh, blacksmith items and, and uh, you know, bowl choppers, which is called an ula, that are all, you know, blacksmithed and handmade. We also have a, uh, a handmade uh, line of kitchen knives out of Oregon that's made in the U.S., Chicago cutlery that's made in the U.S., um, uh, cutting boards that are made in Colorado. They're just gorgeous. They're works of art. Wow. Um, we'll be adding cheese boards from that same woodworker as well. And then we have um, outdoor knives as well. They're folding knives, pocket knives um, from makers all over the U.S. and from around the world. So I have over 100 knives just in that one little section, 10-foot-long wall section, but we have over 100 knives in there. Okay. Now, what are the hours at at your pop-up new location there in downtown Castle Rock? What are the hours that's open? That's a good question. I'm not even sure I know the answer to that one. Um, I'll have to find out with you and get back to you. I guess most of them open are probably around 10. I think think we're like 10 to 6, which is the same – hours that we have in our Sedalia, so I'm pretty sure right now this time of year at least it's 10 to 6. Yep. That's how how late we were open to uh, uh, the last two nights. So, okay, yeah. cool. All right, Hal Van Herke is with us, and uh, again, he is the owner of Castlegate Knife and Tool. Hope you'll get by this new location now in Castle Rock, and again, the address for their main store is 5040 Plum Avenue in Sedalia. All right, Hal, you were with us once before, but just for those that maybe didn't catch that show or new listeners, uh, tell us just a little bit of an overview of what you guys offer at Castlegate Knife and Tool. Yeah, Castlegate Knife and Tool, it's a family-owned business. Uh, we've been in business for several years. Our main store, basically our, our only store, is located in Sedalia, uh, Colorado, just halfway between Castle Rock and uh, Highlands Ranch on, on Highway 85, just in, right in downtown uh, Sedalia in a building that used to be uh, the post office for Douglas County and then at one point was a territorial bank. Um, so it's okay. well over 100 years old. And uh, we sell, uh, we focus on, on knives, uh, as the name might imply, but we also have everyday carry gear. Um, we, we have a variety of different, variety of different products. We even do, uh, a, we have a program where we do custom-made rifles uh, by request, etc. But we have... Uh, on the knife side, we focus on outdoor knife, I mean, any type of knife, especially if it's made in the U.S. 
um, but we have outdoor knives, um, kitchen knives, we have hunting knives, self-defense knives, we have um, fighting knives for uh, uh, men and women who are deploying overseas. We've got all kinds of knives for first responders and a a variety of different trades. And um, we carry a number of name brands like Benchmade and Spyderco, Buck, Gerber, Kershaw, et cetera. And then we also carry really exclusive uh, collector's items um, that unless you were into them, you would have never heard of, but like Medford and Chris Reeve and Curtis. Hmm. Our knives can go anywhere from $20 to uh, $4,500, depending on if it's a gold, um, golden, engraved, hand-engraved collector's knife or something. So. Wow. Yeah, I tell you. Hey, here's what's cool. You walk in your store. You know you're in a knife store. <laughs> I mean, man, yeah. you are wall to wall knives, and, and and what I like about it too, you got something for everybody's budget, as you just mentioned. Yeah, we really worked hard at that. I mean, our our bottom line is, if you buy a knife from us, we want it to have a fighting chance of lasting your lifetime. Right, mm-hmm. that's the goal. We want it to be something that will last your lifetime, even if you're using it to hard use, um, and and that will become a legacy item that you hand down through generations in some cases. Now, some of our entry-level knives may not be make that mark, but we try to find the best value at each price point. So we have $20 more knives that are just a plastic handle. They're a fixed blade with a plastic handle and a great piece of steel that stays sharp all the time. And the reason why they cost a little is they, cramp, they, they make them by the millions and sell them around the world. They're a company out of Sweden. So, you know, they're great. They don't break. They're, they don't They stay sharp. They do their job. So we carry them. And uh, we try to find something like that at a price point for everybody so that, you know, if you buy something from us, it's not junk. Absolutely. You know, so. yeah. yeah. And uh, now you guys are doing some things this um, week in the store as well. Yeah, we have a variety of things going on throughout the week. As everybody knows, you know, it, um, uh, this is the big time of the year for retailers, and a lot of times we are drummed out by the big retail companies and, sure. and Black Friday and uh, Small Business Saturday. But we've got different events. We've got a private event going on for our top customers this week. Um, if you got invited to that, you know who you are. Um, and then we've got – we're doing giveaways and T-shirt giveaways. We've, um, we're having sales over the weekend uh, that will show up on our website, so you need to keep take a look out at castlegate.com for those. Um some of the brands we carry, um, we're not allowed to uh, put on sale by sure. contract with the vendors. But um, for those that we um, can and for some specials that we worked out just for the holiday season, so we have those up on sale all over our website um, uh, starting you know starting this weekend. And, uh, and then we'll continue that all the way through uh, Cyber Monday as well. Okay, cool. And I'm telling you, man, what a great gift for folks, um, you know, Man, everybody's tired of the socks and ties and <laughs> all that kind of stuff, man. Come in and get a good knife for someone, right? Yeah, we, I mean, you know, it, it is, you know, tooting our own horn, but knives really do make good gifts. For somebody who's difficult to purchase for or keeps telling you they've got everything they need or whatever, um, you know, stocking stuffers, you know, at different price points, knives are just a great gift. Um, I hear about it all the time. That's how I actually got it started in um in the business was when I was little, my dad bought me a cap a Cub Scout knife, and that was really how I got started in the business because I still own that knife. And uh, so it is, you know, it's fun. But it doesn't always have to be some big scary item. We have really elegant artwork that fits in your pocket, lightweight mm-hmm. knives that weigh under 25 grams you can carry with you. We've got um, art knives, collectors knives, etc. So pretty much something for anybody. And 
one thing I also mentioned is that knives is a knife is the only thing that um, every person in the world owns. Sure. So it's kind of like the, the world's hidden largest industry. I mean, um, some people use chopsticks instead of forks. Some people don't wear shoes, but everybody in the world has a knife. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and if you don't have one that you really love, you need to get by Castlegate Knife and Tool once again. If you're just joining us, that address for their main store, 5040 Plum Avenue in Sedalia, just right there off Santa Fe and 67. And then, uh, as we mentioned, now downtown Castle Rock, located next to the barn at the Mercantile, is a little pop-up store there that's kind of more focusing on their kitchen knives and specialty items there. Well, I, you know, boy, I dropped off a knife after your last visit here and had it sharpened, and um, I can tell you I went on a hunt last week over in Meeker and was successful with a buck, and I'm telling you, uh, having a sharp knife makes all the difference in the world. So thank you guys for doing a fantastic job sharpening my knife. Oh, uh, our pleasure, and uh, we do. We we invested heavily earlier this year in uh, the most expensive sharpening equipment we could get. Um, all of our equip, all of our knives are sharpened by hand, but we have uh, uh, systems that use anything from strops all the way up to diamond stones. Uh, we have uh, wet stones and all types of other things to put a uh, perfect finish on your knife. We do serrated knives. We do just about anything but um, professional um, shears. If you're a hairdresser or a seamstress or something, that's really specialized, and it's about the only thing we don't do. Right. Absolutely. So, and people can just drop... Edge, we can sharpen it for you. Right. And um, kind of explain how that works. People drop them off, and usually it's a day or so? Yeah, it's usually about a two-day turnaround. Um, the uh, staff that does the sharpening for us is only in every other day. So you drop it off, it's usually a day or two at the most, and it's we charge $3.75 an inch. Okay. So you have an inch. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, had a 10-inch blade, that, you know, you could do the math and figure out that's gonna, how much it's going to cost you. So, um, and then we do have discounts for um, larger kitchen knife sets that people bring in, and we do a discount for people who are in the uh, food service industry that use their knives all the time. We have discounts for them as well. All right. Good deal. All right, we finished our third rifle season here, so we got our fourth rifle one coming up. But, um, boy, I can tell you, in looking through all what you have and then just, you know, hunting myself, uh, boy, having the proper tool for the proper job is huge. And that is something I think everybody needs to get by and take a look at, you know, different knives for different purposes when the hunting. Yeah, we've got, um, you know, a lot of, you know, like, I don't hunt, I frankly don't hunt that much myself. I know it's sacrilegious to say on the show, but <laughs> no, um, that's the, I just don't ever get out that much anymore. But the, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, have become very adept with just a basic hunter skinner. Um, and they use that from everything from skinning to, to, to gutting or whatever. Um, there's other guys that like to have a knife with a gut hook on it specifically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's, we also carry sets um, for different types of things, ranging from, you know, the most obvious one, I guess, in my mind, is if you're doing small bird and trout or fish knife, you need a much smaller knife and uh, something for, you know, for fish. But then we also carry knives that um, are heavier duty uh, enough that, and cleavers that will help you get through bone and stuff like that if you need to do that, depending on what you're hunting and what the season is. Sure. And, you know, we talked about this last time you were on, kind of in the hunting industry, a lot of the disposable blade knives, and you you perfectly well said those have their place at times. But I'm telling you, I've heard of a lot of guys 
cutting themselves with those trying to change the blades. <laughs> and one thing I notice about, you know, holding your knives a little bit, man, when you're, you know, cleaning an animal or gutting an animal, whatever like that, boy, to have a good knife that you can grip that's solid in your hand is really key. Yeah, it's, it, you know, especially if you're up in the mountains, it's wintertime, you've got gloves on or you don't have gloves on, your hands are freezing. Mm-hmm. Um, now everything's wet and slippery and, and, uh, and you just want to uh, have something that you can have a good grip on. Um, I find, you know, there's nothing wrong with the razor blade knives. I think one of the biggest problems I hear is people forgetting to bring the blades up with them. <laughs> yeah, or they have right. a dull blade. And they, but if you have a good knife, you know how to sharpen it, you've always got it with you. And, uh, you know, we, we, we cater to both types. But um, really, I think for my own preference, it's just to have one solid knife that um, I use all the time and that I've become very adept at is, you know, the best thing for me. And I know that if uh, it needs to be sharpening, sharpened, I can sharpen it in the field. And uh, more importantly, it's, you know, how skillful am I at, at using that for various tasks and uh, making sure that I don't ruin ruin my hunt. Sure. So. Absolutely. Now, on a real quick, on a gut hook, you know, I mean, well, that's a small part of the knife that you use. And that is something that you guys can sharpen also? Yes. Okay. We sharpen it by hand so that we get in there with a, um, with round files and, uh, and sharpen them. Uh, you know, frankly, we sharpen them under a... Uh, magnifying glass it's almost like a microscope by hand with round files so we can get it just the way that you know, maintain the exact edge profile and uh, blade angle that um, you have throughout the hook okay cool that's great now you got benchmade's hunt collection white river more camp knives um i mean boy you've got a good selection so if people want to come in just ask your associate there to show them your hunting collection really right yeah i yeah, we do. We have um, them. We don't have them all in one spot, so just come in and ask us, you know, for different suggestions around the store. Our store is primarily uh, organized by brand, so we can show you different hunting options from around the store. And some of the brands, obviously, are really focused almost exclusively on hunting. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll throw this out there. I mean, if, we, if you come in and you see something that we don't carry, you want it, we can order probably almost anything that's made anywhere in the world. We have relationships with knife makers all over the world. Okay. Um, if you know somebody who's custom making knives in Colorado, we're always looking to add local knife makers into the store. So, okay, great. Uh, yeah, if you come in and you don't find what you're looking for, we could probably help you find it. All right. Again, if you're just joining us, Hal Van Herke is our guest, owner of Castlegate Knife and Tool, 5040 Plum Avenue in Sedalia is their main store, and now downtown Castle Rock at the Mercantile, located next to the barn. Uh, kind of got what we call a pop-up uh, location there, and uh, more focusing on their kitchen specialty items and also some pocket knives and things, but I hope you can get by one of these locations. Last couple of minutes here, Hal, but one thing I was over there today and um, was actually looking at was something you call a rescue knife where, I mean, it's got all the things of a knife except a point. So talk about yeah. that and the purpose of that. Yeah, so a couple of different brands that we carry for rescue knives, for example, like Benchmade and Spyderco both, and we that's one of the knives we sell a lot. Um, and the, the whole point of it is it, it's got a couple of tools on it that are extremely good at cutting through um, clothes or cutting another tool that's specifically designed to cut through seat belts. And so, I don't know if you've ever tried to cut a seatbelt, but it's not easy. No, it's pretty tough. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, the 
they typically have ways to cut through clothing, seatbelts, and cordage. And the clothing one is typically the one you're referring to doesn't have a point on it. So while they're trying to, if you have a wound on your leg or something, and they need to cut your jeans back a little bit to get to it and put a dress on it. You're not going to poke it. A, you're not going to make it worse. <laughs> you don't want to make it worse while you're opening up that um, those jeans or whatever, and that's um, exactly what it's made for. And uh, it, those type of knives um, are carried almost, you know, you, if you ask an EMT paramedic, um, first responder, they're going to find that that type of knife is what they almost exclusively carry. And there's also um, single function ones that they carry that is essentially the same thing as a fixed blade, and we carry those as well. But, uh, and, you know, just designed to not have a tip, and then you and, and depending on the knife you get, then there's other options where you can actually, like a it's, a, it's a multi-tool, you can actually open up one that does have a tip on it if you need to use that for something in your daily job or whatever. All right, okay. And just real quick, you know, when I took my mule deer last week and dropped it off my taxidermist, he was like, wow, this is just what we want, a clean cut. And I said, well, here's where I got my knife sharpened, so if you know of any guys needing this, so I told them all about you. But that is one good thing, you know, is for those of us that, you know, like to get our animals uh, to our taxidermist, that's something a taxidermist loves is a nice, clean, straight cut. Yeah, it makes their job a lot easier if they're not trying to, you know, recreate and stitch up something that's all jagged and torn up with missing parts and things like that. So it's, you know, that's just one more thing to consider. But, you know, it just kind of goes to the point that we try we try really hard to have a knife for every use and for a reason. It's not, Some of our knives are specifically show ponies that are just going to go in a safe or a safe queen um, that are for collectors. But a lot of the knives we sell are for tradesmen, whether it's um, first responder like we talked about or an electrician or somebody who's using that knife every day. We have knives that are designed for very heavy-duty use daily. Um, and then knives for people who just want to, if you, ha- if you want a knife specifically to go with your suit in your suit pocket that's lightweight, we've got one of those too. Sure. So we look. We look for different things for different occasions and different people at price points and different uses. It's not just a, a store full of the same thing over and over and over again. No, absolutely, absolutely. So, folks, hey, this is truly your one-stop shop for all of your knife needs and more, whether it's in the kitchen or in the field. It is Castlegate Knife and Tool. Their number, by the way, is 303-214-4303, 5040 Plum Avenue in Sedalia. And as we mentioned, downtown Castle Rock now at the Mercantile next to the barn. And when you stop in, let them know you heard about them here on Sportsman of Colorado. So, Hal, as always, we appreciate it, sir, and we'll look forward to our next visit. Thank you, Scott. All right. Thank you so much. That is Hal Van Herke, Castlegate Knife and Tool. You're listening to Sportsman Colorado. we got to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Now's the time to get into the Outdoorsman's Attic. It's truly a wall-to-wall sale. Sitka gear, 25% off. All clothing, fishing gear, and packs, 30% off. You'll find many items, 30 to 50% off retail. Great deals on previously owned outdoor gear for the fisherman, camper, hiker, or hunter in your family, or bring in your gear to the Outdoorsman's Attic and turn it into cash. And if you're looking for a great handgun, rifle, or shotgun, get by the Outdoorsman's Attic. If your firearm needs a little work, see Scott the Gunsmith and tell him Scott at Sportsman Colorado Radio sent you. All at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Great service, great bargains, great gear. 2650 West Hampton. 
Hey, Dan, you know, our jobs are pretty different. I'm a baseball announcer. You're an attorney and a talk show host. Yeah, but we do have something in common. Really? What's that? Our favorite car dealer, Len Lyle Chevrolet. Yeah, definitely not your typical dealership. That's so true, Jack. No high pressure sales tactics. They respect your time. And when you have two jobs, that's important. You know, I'd recommend Len Lyle Chevrolet to anyone. And with their low overhead, that means lower, lower prices. prices. Yeah, we really do have something in common. Len Lyle Chevrolet. Go east and pay the least. Chevy, find new roads. For over eight years, you've been hearing me talk about Phoenix Weaponry in Berthard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, your host of Sportsman of Colorado, here once again to tell you why Phoenix Weaponry should be your choice to build your new custom firearm. Phoenix Weaponry is a custom firearms manufacturer. With a combined experience of over 45 years, the Phoenix family can master even the most unique idea. Phoenix Weaponry manufactures of precision custom parts for ARs and builds custom precision rifles, as well as a full line of pistol, shotgun, and rifle suppressors. Whether you're an experienced connoisseur or a new enthusiast, let Phoenix Weaponry build you a dream rifle or a range blaster. Phoenix Weaponry is your one-stop shop for all of your firearm needs. Owner Aaron Casey says our attention to detail and one-on-one -on -one customer service sets us apart from our competition. Do it yourself or complete bills at Phoenix Weaponry. They're there to help you build your dream gun. Call them today, 720-340-2496. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. 720-340-2496 or check them out at phoenixweaponry.com. Hi, this is Chris Kane with 303roofer.com. If you're looking to put on a new roof because of hail, give us a call at 303-390-1382. We'll give you a cash price, which means you'll most likely get to keep some of your insurance money instead of giving it to us. It's your money, we know that, and we'll price the work accordingly. So give us a call today, 303-390-1382, or go to our website, 303roofer.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thanks so much for being with us. Just a quick reminder now, if you miss our live show on Saturdays from 1 to 2, you can catch us twice on Sundays, and that's 8 to 9 a.m. And once again, 7 to 8 p.m. right here on KLZ 560. And we are going to wrap up our show today with our good friend Aaron Casey, Phoenix Weaponry out in Berthoud. Aaron, how are you? 
Doing well, you? I'm doing good, man. It is um, Kevin Flush was just in, and we were talking, and I was like, wow, these last few years have just seemed like we were in some kind of twilight zone it's hard to believe uh it's just like we're not out yet all that we've been through and as i that was my next line man and the next couple of years are probably gonna be very interesting too but um hey for those that uh maybe haven't heard you before or maybe just hadn't heard us really talk about all phoenix weaponry has to offer um kind of reset us all and uh let us know what all you guys are doing there in birthed well, we uh, got 11,000 square feet uh, machine shop. Uh, we've got 16 machining centers now, probably 20 employees, full-time coding, full-time gunsmithing. Um, so we're Colorado's largest weapons manufacturer, manufacturer of AR-based platforms, integral suppressed rifles, shotguns, um, suppressors from 22 up to 50 cal. Um, we've slowed down a little bit on gunsmithing, uh, taking in gunsmithing. Uh, trying to keep up with our production orders right now of actual rifles and mm-hmm. suppressors. Um, but, you know, we, we do a lot of stuff. It's a big, giant machine shop full of all sorts of, uh, you know, machines and people and trying to make all really cool stuff and, you know. Sure. And, you know, people look at maybe when they come in and talk about getting a custom rifle and to some, you know, oh, they may say, yeah, boy, this is about what I thought it would be. Some may be uh, thinking, oh, it's a little higher than I thought it'd be. But I think if you walk them right. through your shop and uh, right. show them the type of machinery it takes to make a precision firearm, I think they'll all find it's a pretty good value. Yeah, we. I mean, we try to be, you know, it, it's a machine shop. So, you know, there's so much time is on the machine is equal to this much money and then so much time and material. And then, you know, the coding. So everything's done out in like a like a, a regular machine shop. That's what the industry I came out of. So that's pretty much how I do all of our business is that, you know, this is the amount of time it took and these are the machines we used and this is the material we used equals this much money. And so um, when you're, you know, doing custom weapons, um, a lot of your choices of caliber and other ideas that you have and paint, you know, really can change the, the, uh, the price of the gun from wild to wild and, you know, and the end result the same way, you know, so just really up to people what they like, what they want to do. We've done several integral suppressed weapons for you. Sure. Um, you know, they're a lot of fun to shoot. Oh, uh, we got our 4570 auto. Um, I'm actually headed down to Texas um, this weekend um, to go hang out with our friends at Lone Star Hunts to do some more uh, playtime with some suppressors and 4570 autos and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's fun. Um so what are people really going to notice for those and in, in like myself that, you know, had never really had a, a custom made weapon to just shooting things off the shelf? What do you think are the big, you know, two, three, four things people are really going to notice right off from shooting uh, a Phoenix weaponry custom firearm? It's really hard to explain, but like, you know, the first time you and I went shooting and, and you shot it the first time and you looked back at me with like this, like, and you were just like, I know, wow. I know. It, yeah. it, it is hard to put that. It is. That's why I ask you the question because yeah. I can't explain it. It's, yeah. It, it, you know, it's the balance. It's the recoil mitigation. It's the flow of the weapon. It's the noise that it makes when you shoot it. Um, you know, it's, it's the lack of effort on the trigger. I mean, it's a, it's a package. And when the package is done right, it, it becomes effortless and then you and after you've suffered through some you know more generic stuff then you look back and you're just like i cannot i can't believe that i went this long without you know no <laughs> you i know, agree like yeah. experiencing this and, and 
you know, when I when I cut my over and under shotgun, you know, so I modified my own over and under shotgun, so it was cut for me, and you know, my scores went up. I, I gained ten clay by getting my length of pull, you know, right, and mm. getting the you know, forcing cones done, and and changing up some of the stuff. It just it, it's just when it fits right, then everything else becomes easier. You concentrate on the job at hand. Right. Again, Aaron Casey is with us. Phoenix Weaponry is a company. They're located at 504 North 2nd Street in Bertha, number 720-340-2496. So let's kind of break down. Let's take your just your traditional AR, and you talk about the trigger, and talk about the barrel, receiver, all that kind of stuff. Kind of walk us through the parts that, that you make, you know, on a rifle and kind of what goes into each of those um, right now we're actually at the point where we pretty much only have to buy the grip and buttstock um, everything else is we're very close to having everything else made in-house um, wow. other, well i guess no screws or springs but you know we're we're a full manufacturer we start out with a billet uh receiver set manufactured from u.s made aluminum i run a a hardened version of the um standard uh, aluminum that everybody uses. I use a stress-relieved, especially heat-treated version. Uh, drops the uh, the issues when machining, and then when you're all done, it has a much better uh, fit and finish, and it also has less warping issues. Um, I always try to pick all of our materials for the job at hand. You know, the handguard's made out of 6061 T6 aluminum, which is basically the same stuff you'd make, like, the struts and a wing on an aircraft out of. So that way it's nice and strong. Most um, handguards out on the market are in the 3,000 or 5,000 series aluminums, which are super soft, but it makes it much easier for them to form them into the shapes that people want them in. Um, we like all of our guns to be under a minute. Uh, just It's just how it has to be when they leave here. Um, and kind of, you know, kind of explain open. that for those that maybe don't understand what you mean there. Uh, we want the guns to shoot a group um, under an inch square or an inch circle at 100 yards okay so we want our guns to be you know under a minute of angle and so then that way when you go extend them out to different you know different range then you should be well within the kill zone of whatever it is that you're hunting right so and a lot of times people will have um maybe some some guns they have bought off the shelf but then mm -hmm. they can bring them to you and uh yeah. now there's some that maybe just have to say hey you're better off just letting us build you one. But sometimes you may have a yeah. upper-end AR where, you know, you can do a few things to it to make it shoot yeah. better. Yeah, I mean, we, we can look at stuff. Um, we have a, a customer who is sending us a weapon from another manufacturer um, here in about two weeks, and he's unhappy with the performance, and he's asked us to evaluate it because the place where he got it from said that it's within their specs. And so he's asking us to basically measure it, blueprint it, and tell us him if it's in specs. And then from there, he'll make a decision of what he wants to do. So, you know, we, we go through them. We can go through stuff and make sure everything is, is right and where it's supposed to be. Um, you know, like all things that are manufactured, there's tolerances and there's tolerance stack-ups that lead to a less-than-perfect situation. So, um, you know, we try to avoid that when we make the stuff here by manufacturing everything much tighter than you normally would find it um but and by doing that also it incurs a certain amount of weapon break-in mm -hmm. so as you break in your weapon you'll find that the gun starts running smoother and smoother and smoother and smoother and then it's finally broken in where a lot of times there's no such thing as weapon break-in sure 
Yeah, I'm telling you, like I say, it is hard to explain until you actually um, just put one to your shoulder and shoot it, you know. And like I say, yeah. I think the trigger is the first thing I noticed. And then yeah. just, just the feel of the overall uh, gun. And uh, and then, of course, when you get into the hose suppressor world, I mean, that that's a game changer right there. Yeah. One of my favorite stories is when you were talking about you shooting from the back of the UTV and Red's yelling at you asking you if you'd shot yet. Exactly, you know? yeah. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, and I, and I tell people, you know, I, I mean, I try to be very honest with people on, on what yeah. what it's like. I mean, you know, sometimes we see some Hollywood movie stuff where there's just a pew, yeah. pew, you know. Yeah, I mean, so I say, look, it's real. not that. But I'm telling you, uh, it is very comfortable shooting, you know, and I'm all for your protection, so not trying to go there but it is something where if someone does shoot something there you know you don't really have to worry yeah. about your ears getting blown out and all that you know well, and it's uh, so funny that you know it's you know taking the mufflers off your motorcycle taking the mufflers off your truck is against the law right like, it's like oh you can't do that right running around with open headers on your vehicle everybody's going to freak out right but running your gun like with no muffler on it is like you know i know <laughs> you know it's like I don't get it, but, you know, we are where we're at. So. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's literally just, it's a muffler. It's a muffler for your gun. Right. The larger the diameter of the muffler, the more quiet it. The smaller diameter of the muffler, the shorter it is, the louder it is, you know? Yep. So. And I tell you, I would tell everyone, hey, if you're interested in getting a, um, a good custom AR, man, now would be the time to get your order in, and for several reasons. I think one thing from the political side, you never know what's going to happen with things. And then two, um, and, and and Aaron, people need to understand when you order something um, custom. Hey, this thing takes time. I mean, you, there's nobody yeah. wants to get it um, done uh, quicker than you guys, but you know, right. it takes time. It takes time to get the parts. Takes time to make get it all where you want. So don't come in there expecting yeah. something in 30 days. But I mean. Um, you know, boy, now is a good time to come in and sit down with you guys and maybe plan out that weapon. We say if you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it, and we mean that. Uh, but now is a good time to come in and see you. Yeah, we've actually um, we we actually stopped taking orders uh, earlier in the summer. Uh, we were sitting at about a nine month, ten month backlog, and we finally got it down to about four months right now. So we've actually really pulled in, you know. But we've also you know closed the shop. It's open by appointment. Yeah, we do all your fingerprints, photographs, affidavit identity. Um, your form four is all filled out here. All you have to do is bring a checkbook with you. So we've got your check to the ATF for the two hundred dollars for your NFA item, and then we send all of it off for you. We mail it for you. Um, unfortunately, you're just looking at about a nine month to you know a year wait uh, right now with the ATF. Everybody's getting into the suppressor game. Um, everybody's realized that you can hunt with them. Mm -hmm. um, it changes up your experience with your target shooting. It changes your hunting experience. Um, you know, it, it's just a much better situation. Like when we go down to Texas to, to with our friends down there, you know, running suppressed is a whole much better ball game than, you know, everybody going loud and nobody can talk to each other. Everybody's wearing earmuffs. I mean, it's just, sure. now you just, it's all nice and quiet and, you know, you can hear each other and you can, you can hear the pigs because you're not wearing earplugs. <laughs> exactly. So when you're walking around out in the grass, you can actually hear them moving. Yep, so. absolutely. And Aaron has referred to a couple of times, Lone Star Hunts. They are out of Wichita Falls, and uh, you've heard Alan Schaffner and Luke on our show many times over the years. But, uh, by the way, if you are looking for a great hog hunt and a great time and a place, I guarantee you, you will see hogs. This is it. And Aaron, it took me a little bit to convince you, but I think you're convinced now that's the place, didn't it? Oh, I, I 
I got so burned several times, you know, $2,000, $3,000, unlimited pigs, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you go down there and there's nothing, nothing, you yeah. know? And then I'm like, oh. And, but, I mean, we we put together hunts now. So if you're a customer of ours and you buy, you know, like a 4570 auto, uh, I'm putting together like a club. And so then when we have hunts and stuff, then you get an invite to the hunt. You pay Lone Star and I travel down. We all meet up. Uh, some of my friends from other um, parts of the industry, uh, Pulsar and a few other people can meet us out there. you got factory reps running around. I bring a couple machine guns. You know, it turns into like a regular event. We're probably going to do another one in April. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's kind of a thing that Luke and Alan and I have been talking about doing is putting together like a, a package, you know, like right. I've got the, you know, you've got the gun, you've got your thermals, you've got your scopes, and, and we all show up down there and we bring other things for you to try and we go have a lot of fun is, is what we're working towards. We did one last year and it, it turned out really, really well. So I took six clients with me in my motor home down to, down to Texas. Everybody was hanging out in the back of it and relaxing. And I drove them down there and we all piled out of the RV like rock stars. And, <laughs> you know, everybody's waiting for us. Dinner's ready to go. You know, wow. double check yeah. a few weapons, go out in the field. And I think we were in the field for, 15 minutes before two of the guys got their first pigs. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you, it it is fun for sure. Well, hey, it is that time of year where maybe you're looking at that special gift for someone, and I'm telling you, Phoenix Weaponry has a great selection for you, whether it be a a new custom weapon or a suppressor or whatever. uh, They can help you, and again, they're located at 504 North 2nd Street in Bertha, and the number is 720-340-2496. If you let Aaron Aaron know you heard him here on Sportsman of Colorado, I promise you they'll do something a little extra special for you. So, Aaron, hey, man, we appreciate it. And uh, look forward to our next visit. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to get, get us a date for 2022 for go down there together again yeah. at Lone Star Hunts. Yeah. Yeah, congratulations on your uh, last year. That thing looks like a real stud. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, we got that with QRS Outdoors over in Meeker last week. And, yeah, got a nice mule deer. So, yeah, I appreciate it. It's a lot of fun, man. Then, it sure is. And there's a standard discount in our in our point of sale system at 10% for your for anybody who mentioned Sportsman of Colorado. So it's built into our system. Okay. Tell them that this is where they found you. So. All right, man. Well, we appreciate it. All right, bud. We'll have a good rest of your weekend. You too. All right. That's Aaron Casey, Phoenix Weaponry. Again, 504 North 2nd Street in Bertha. And, folks, I'm telling you, this this is absolutely a game changer. If you're looking for a new weapon, uh, just go by there and take a look and a feel of some of the things that Aaron makes. And I promise you, you will thank us for it. And be sure to mention the show and get that discount, as Aaron mentioned. I want to thank all of our guests today, but mostly thank you. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and uh, still enjoying your weekend. And we'll talk to you next week. Expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.